This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brock Hale at the plate in the top of the fourth. His team trailing 3-0 after Northwestern scored three in the bottom of the third. Lawrence back on the mound. Brock Hale pulls that ball. Ground ball towards third. Across the diamond for out number one. Nice job by Maxwell once again. Brian Sooth, Cougar first baseman. Stepping into the batter's box. Brian grounded out to the first baseman in his first plate appearance. Pitch to Sue for ball one. On deck, Jackson Clough. one pitch. Ground ball to the third baseman. Once again, over to Bourbon for out number two. Quickly two away here in the top of the fourth for the Cougars. Yeah, rollover, rollover there. Making that third baseman work, and he's making easy work of it so far. It's not what you want in a game where you just gave up three in the bottom half, and you get in the top half, and you get your first two guys out. You want to find a way to usually answer that right away and, and get the momentum back on your side. Lawrence in a nice groove. And hits Clough right in the back. It's the second batter that Lawrence has hit. Hit Mitch McIntyre in the first inning. It was the second batter he faced, and now has hit Jackson Clough here in the top of the fourth. That brings Austin Deming to the plate, the BYU designated hitter for game number one of our doubleheader today. Deming had a hard line drive out to right his last at bat. Deming, the freshman from southern Utah. Good old Snow, Snow Canyon High School. It's also a pitcher. And a good one. Yeah. May see him at the plate and on the mound few times this year. The 1-0 pitch, swing and a miss, strike one, one ball and one strike to Austin Deming. A healthy hack there. He was trying to hit a two-run shot. Runner on first, Jackson Clough. Like they called a balk right they there. did Shep. call a balk. Jackson will take his base. Moves up into scoring position. Really good opportunity. Now there are two outs, but a base hit from Deming could get BYU on the board and cut into this 3-0 lead that Northwestern has here in the top of the fourth. Yeah, so on that Bach, the pitch doesn't count, so it's 1-1. One one. Lawrence now dealing with a runner in scoring position. Deming at the plate. 1-1 one, one count, two outs, top of the fourth. 1-1 pitch outside, now 2-1 to the BYU freshman. That's yeah, be big right here if you can get a knock and get yourself a, a run on the board. Clough advancing to second on the Bach by Lawrence. 2-1 pitch on its way to Deming outside for ball three. On deck is the Cougar catcher, freshman Colton Easton. 
Lawrence gets his pitch that he wants. The 3-1 pitch on its way. That ball is inside. And he'll walk Austin Deming. Deming will take his base, and that gives the Cougars runners on first and second with two outs. And Colton Easton coming to the plate. Well, good. Two outs, nobody on, and we get back-to-back. We get a hit-by-pitch, and we get a walk. Brings up, you know, Easton. Hey, here's a chance for Colt to drive in a couple runs, if not just one, but maybe two if he can drive one in the gap. Colton flied out to right field in the second inning. This is where you really need to to clutch up right here and, and help your team get back in this game. A sophomore at second, freshman at first, and a freshman at the plate. Pickoff move, throw back to second. Clough able to get back in time. Yeah, good idea right there. Jackson had been getting a really big lead because they had been you know, staying away from him. Got Lawrence trying to keep him close, smart move there. Clough with his lead at second. Deming with his lead at first. Easton. Pitch outside from Lawrence for ball one. Lawrence, again, the left-hander from Winfield, Illinois. He's a 6'3", 205-pound junior. Going to have one of the coaches from Northwestern head out to the mound for a little conference. The entire infield will join them. Yes, Chef, these are the parts of the game where, hey, you had two outs, nobody on. Okay, a walk and uh, hit by pitch and a walk. So now you got yourself in a little bit of trouble. And you're saying to the pitcher, hey, find a way to make him earn this. Okay, we don't want to load him up with the next guy and get them back in this game. It's nothing worse as a pitching coach and as any coach is, hey, you just put up a three spot, and now you've walked them to where there's a chance to where they can get back in this game. You want to make them earn that. So want to settle them down, get in the zone, and say, hey, make these young kids earn it, right? Throw a strike and make them hit it. The mound visit is over. Everybody back to their positions, and you're right. They want to see how these young guys respond, see if they can get them making uh, some young mistakes. Yeah, and if, and if you're, if you're Colton hitting, hey, you're in a good spot right here. To, the pressure's starting to get on the pitcher, okay? And you've got a chance to, to come up clutch for your team and, and, and really uh, get this team back in the game. Runners on first and second, two outs. Easton at the plate, 1-0 pitch. It's way outside, now 2-0. And that's probably not what that mound visit was all about. No, definitely wasn't. You know, the the hardest thing in baseball, Shep, is is two-out runs, right? I know the Red Sox made that huge run this postseason where it was a bunch of two-out runs. If you can generate two-out runs, they're back-breaking type runs in a game. 2-0 pitch from Lawrence. In for strike one. Yeah, it looked like Colton was taking all the way right there. And you're right. I mean, Colton can wait for a pitch. Absolutely. It's all on Lawrence to make good pitches right now. 2-1 pitch on its way. Ground ball to the shortstop. Quickly over to second base. And that will retire the side for the BYU Cougars in the top of the fourth. Heading to the bottom of the fourth, Northwestern leading the Cougars 3-0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Justin Sterner back out on the mound for the bottom of the fourth. His Cougars trailing three to nothing. 
Ben Dickey will be the batter. Northwestern right fielder. Dickey with a single. In the third inning, he would end up scoring as one of those three runs that Northwestern played it in the bottom of the third. Yeah, he got that rally going because then he stole and, and then advanced the, the third on an error. Third and yep. kind of got things rolling for him. First pitch from Sterner, strike one. On deck, Casey O'Laughlin for Northwestern. Sterner's 0-1 pitch, high for ball one. Not as many clouds as there were about an hour ago. Much more blue than gray. Pitch foul back. One ball and two strikes to Ben Dickey. My broadcast partner, once again, Tuckett Slade. Director of Operations for BYU Baseball. All-around good guy. Depends on the day, really, to be honest. That's fair. 1-2 pitch to Dickey. It's that ball down the right field line. It will go foul and into the seats. Count remains 1-2. and two. Sterner doing a nice job staying ahead of Dickey right now. BYU basketball on the road at LMU, trailing 12-7 right now. The 1-2 pitch, hit deep, out to center field, wow. and a diving catch by Danny Jelilich running to his right. He covered a lot of ground and made a fantastic diving catch to rob a base hit for Dickey. Wow, that is a big-time play. He went a long ways. I'm thinking, oh, man, here we go, leadoff uh a double's going to be in the gap, maybe a triple. And Danny went a long ways and made a great play. Fantastic. And he wasn't necessarily shading no. towards left field. He covered a lot of ground to make a fantastic diving catch. It's a great way to start off this bottom of the fourth. Fantastic defensive play by Danny Jelilich in center field. Yeah, you know, like, like Coach Little was talked about in a lot of his, you know, preseason interviews and whatnot, is just how much speed the outfield has and the type of uh, balls they can get to that uh, he's never seen before, and, and that's a display right there. Sterner's 0-1 pitch in for a ball as he faces Casey O'Laughlin, the sophomore from Glen Ellen, Illinois. Six feet, 205 pounds, playing left field today. Did not play last night. 1-1 pitch to O'Laughlin. Fouled straight back and right over us. 1-2. and two. On deck is Anthony Calarco, the designated hitter. Right now, Sterner worried about O'Laughlin. That ball lined into right field and a nice catch by Brock Hale as he slides down to get that one. Yeah, really good play there by Brock. That's a tough one. That, that line drive right at you, is, you're always kind of 
as an outfielder, okay, is it behind me? Is it is it shallow? Do I need to go make a play? And he had to go to drop to a knee there and kept it in front of him and they will catch that ball. It's a good play. Two up and two down for Justin Sterner here in the bottom of the fourth. Calarco the batter. Nobody on, two outs. First pitch to Calarco. Outside for ball one. Sterner gets the pitch he wants. The 1-0. Swing and a miss. Evens the count. One ball and one strike. Cougars trailing 3-0. All three runs scored in the bottom of the third for Northwestern. 1-1 pitch. Called strike two. To Anthony Calarco. He's one of those combo position players, pitchers. He's a right-handed pitcher. You know, in the game these days, you don't see that too often. You just don't see too many dual guys do both. And he's a big guy, 6'3", 215. Yeah. The 1-2 pitch popped up, heading out of play, but not too far out of play. The KC Jacobson can't get to it right at the wall. He makes the catch, and that will retire Northwestern. In order, we head to the top of the fifth. Northwestern leading the Cougars 3-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the fifth in Mesa. BYU down 3-0 to Northwestern. This is the first game of a doubleheader. Second game starting roughly 30 minutes after the conclusion of this game. The broadcast, by the way, here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network will start immediately following BYU basketball postgame on BYU Radio and continue on Facebook Live on BYUcougars.com. Speaking of BYU basketball, they're at LMU. First half, under 13 minutes to go, and LMU with a 12-9 lead. Cougars coming off a really impressive win at San Diego on Thursday night. Also in action right now, and it's a drubbing right now, BYU softball in the top of the fifth. They lead 19 to 4 over UTEP. Wow. In the, there's wow. Really pouring it on. They've scored 7 runs in the 3rd and followed that up with 6 in the 4th. Lawrence back out on the mound for Northwestern. He faces Casey Jacobson. Casey flied out to center field in his previous at bat in the 3rd. The 1-0 pitch. Outside ball 2. Yeah, Casey's hit a few balls hard this weekend. Just hasn't been able to show for anything. Just keeping the ball too hard, high in the air, and it's not going anywhere. That pitch outside and past Troutwine. Couldn't even get a glove on it. 3-0 and the count. And BYU trailing 3-0. They need base runners right now. The coach is going to give him the take here. Might even give him two pitches to take just because you need base runners right now to try to get back in this game and, and turn the lineup back over to the top of the lineup. Lawrence did not look comfortable on that last pitch. The 3-0 is outside, but it does get the outside corner for strike one. The 3-1 pitch to Casey Jacobson. Ground ball to the third baseman, Maxwell. 
Over to Bourbon for out number one. That retires Casey Jacobson here in the top of the fifth. Yeah, tough one there by Case. 3-1 pitch. You want to get something you can really drive, and, and that ball was borderline low. Might have been ball four. Got to be a little more selective, and when you get yours, you have to put a good hard swing on it and do some damage. Carson Matthews at the plate. Freshman shortstop. Takes strike one. Gonzaga down here in the Phoenix area taking a number eight Oregon State. Update that score in a moment. 0-1 pitch outside for a ball. Now 1-1. One one. They're in the bottom of the fifth in Surprise, Arizona. And it's number eight Oregon State leading Gonzaga 3-1. Our score here is 3-0 Northwestern. 2-1 pitch outside. I think... Uh I think St. Mary's is playing right now, too. They are. They're taking on uh, Washington State. It's in a delay in the sixth inning, and the Gales leading the Cougars 10-7. 2-1 pitch, low for ball three. San Diego taking on Wagner in the top of the first. Wagner leading the Toreros 2-0. No other WCC teams have started to play today. 3-1 pitch, called strike two. The count now full. Carson Matthews, the freshman. Yeah, I like that take. The fastball's running away. That would have been a tough pitch to hit. Swing and a miss for strike three. Now two away here in the top of the fifth for the Cougars, trailing 3-0. Yeah, that was ball four right there. That was, in the, that was running away. It was in the other batter's box. Got to be a little more disciplined right there and take that. You're down in this game. You got to find a way to, to get on base and, and get back in this game. Danny Jelilich. Comes to the plate with two outs, nobody on, and an unbelievable defensive catch in the bottom of the fourth. He swings through, strike one. If Danny can get on base, Mitch McIntyre will be the next batter for BYU. The hit so far, it's only 3-2 to two in favor of Northwestern. The key was the third inning where we had multiple walks. Giving him the free base, came around and really hurt Justin Sterner. One ball and one strike to Danny Jelilich. The pitch from Lawrence fouled back and into the Northwestern dugout that ricocheted off the wall and actually hit one of the Northwestern players right in the back. Getting a little massage there from one of the teammates, making sure he's okay. You never are safe in the dugout. You never are. I've seen. Got to keep your head on a swivel. Seen a ton of accidents in the dugout from one, line drives. One ball and two strikes. Lawrence with the pitch. Swing and strike three. And that will retire the Cougars in the top of the fifth. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Northwestern with a 3 nothing lead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Mesa, Arizona. Bottom of the fifth, Northwestern leading BYU by a score of three to nothing. And there's a new pitcher for the BYU Cougars. Number 31, Reed McLaughlin, takes the mound. His first appearance for BYU this season.
He will face the top of the order for Northwestern, number two, Jack Dunn, the senior from Georgia, stepping into the batter's box to face Reed. First pitch to Dunn, inside for ball one. Yeah, Reed, a local guy, got a lot of fans, a lot of family here to watch him pitch. It's a good arm. McLaughlin's 1-0 pitch, also inside, now ball two, 2-0. Two Reed wears number 31. He replaces Justin Sterner. The 2-0 pitch called strike one. Now 2-1 and one the count to Jack Dunn. Yeah, Reed's a guy all fall that's been a guy that's a strike thrower. Pounds the, pounds the knees, has a good slider, keeps the ball down. Good little arm. 2-1 pitch to Dunn. Ground ball to the second baseman. Clough gloves and throws it to Sue for the first out here in the bottom of the fifth. BYU Baseball brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. Charlie Maxwell, the third baseman, stepping into the box. Left-handed hitter. Reed McLaughlin's first pitch, low for ball one. Northwestern scoring all three runs in the bottom of the f of the third. They lead three to nothing. They've only out hit the Cougars by one, three to two. Ground ball right over the first base bag. Sue says, I got this one. Gloves it, steps on the bag, two away here in the bottom of the fifth. Nice job by Reed. Yeah, those are ones you love as a first baseman. Just a nice little rollover that just dribbling around the ground and Nice, easy that you basically filled it and you're standing on the bag and you're open as a pitcher. Stay fair, stay fair. Don't go foul. That's an easy out. Sue very calmly put up the hand. I got this. I got this. Yeah. The second baseman, Alex Arrow, steps into the plate with two outs. First pitch from McLaughlin in for strike one. Laughlin looking to make quick work of the Wildcats here in the fifth. On deck is Willie Bourbon. Pitch from Reed outside. Evens the count. One ball and one strike. Reed from not far away from Scottsdale. Yep. Sure he's got family in the stands. The 1-1 pitch called strike two. Nice job. That ball was low. Low part of the strike zone. That's one thing he does. He works the bottom of the zone, which is, it makes it real tough for people to square him up. And when they do, they just beat it into the ground. McLaughlin ahead in the count. One and two. His one-two pitch mm. inside for ah, ball two. I like that pitch. I'm a little surprised that Arrow was able to hold off from swinging on that one. Thought it'd be a call strike three right there. Looked good from here. 
Two and two the count. Alex Arrow the batter. Arrow with a walk in his last at bat. Pitch low and inside for ball three. Reads the guy that's 89 to 91. Pretty good slider, changeup. You know, the Cougs are probably the deepest that we've been in a long time on the pitching staff. A lot of guys with, uh, with some pretty good velocity and, and some good stuff. Full count. The pitch to Arrow. A little bloop right into right center field over the head of Jackson Clough. That'll be a base hit for Alex Arrow. One on with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Willie Bourbon, the first baseman, is struck out, was walked, and that walk brought in a run in that third inning. It's got an RBI. He plays first base for these Northwestern Wildcats. McLaughlin, his pitch to home plate. Runner at first, taking off. You're going to say that Arrow was safe. Stolen base for Alex Arrow. Yeah, good good chance there. Colton threw a good throw, just not in time. Again, Arrow we talked, had a good jump. We talked about it yesterday, how Northwestern's a team that, hey, they're not a power team, but they, they know who they are, and they when they get on base, they're looking to steal bags and get after it. Batter, Willie Bourbon. That pitch called ball two from Reed McLaughlin. You know, that's what, uh, what speed can do for a team. I mean, you went from two outs, nobody on, to a little bloop single, stolen base, and now you have a runner on second with two outs with a good hitter up, chance to extend this lead. David Dunn on deck. The 2-0 pitch on its way, swing for strike one. Nice pitch there. Got Bourbon to swing and miss. Runner at second. That's Alex Arrow. There's two outs. The pitch. Swing and a foul tip back to the backstop. Two balls and two strikes. Two outs, a 2-2 count. Reed McLaughlin on the mound in relief of Justin Sterner. Pitch on its way. Bourbon able to hold off. Pitch called ball three, and now full count. David Dunn on deck. Yeah, change up right there. They're just a little bit too low. You throw that a few inches higher, and uh, he'll probably swing at that. But that one's one of the ones he could see out of the hand. It was definitely going to be a, a ball. Laughlin cruised to two outs. Now the 3-2 pitch. Time called. Reed will step off the rubber. Beautiful day here in Mesa, Arizona. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you. Thanks for tuning in.
3-2 pitch. Ooh. Called ball four. Bourbon will take his base at first. Now runners on first and second, two outs. And the batter is center fielder, number seven, David Dunn. Dunn struck out in the second inning. Struck out looking in the third. McLaughlin's first pitch to Dunn. Inside for ball one. Yeah, slider that just stayed a little too far inside. Dunn looking to drive in. The runner at second. That's Alex Arrow. The pitch. Swing and a foul tip backwards. One ball, one strike. Coach Littlewood running out to grab that ball. Throws it over to the Northwestern dugout. One-one count to David Dunn. Glaflin's pitch. Low and inside for ball two. On deck is the catcher, number 23, the freshman Michael Troutwine. McLaughlin looking to end things, though, in this inning with this batter. The 2-1 pitch is swing and a miss, maybe a foul tip. Yeah, foul tip right there. Evens the count at 2-2. Two and two. Well, got to make a good pitch right here. Don't want to get to full because then you're going to have the runners running and moving, so... Want to make a good pitch right here and get out of this inning. Time called again by the home plate umpire. Went cleaned off home plate. Two outs, runners on first and second. Done the batter. McLaughlin's 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That'll strand two runners for Northwestern. No runs scored. We head to the top of the six. BYU trailing 3 to nothing on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that your independent insurance agent and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Learn more at a foot insurance agency with offices in Provo and American Fork. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. 
Hi, Kalani Sitake reminding you that when your company joins the BYU team as a corporate partner, your brand will be enhanced with signage, social media, in-game promotions, and messages during live TV and radio broadcasts. Tools to provide a stronger presence in the marketplace for your products and align your company with the integrity of Brigham Young University. We invite your team to join ours and become a corporate sponsor of BYU Athletics. Email sponsorship at byu.edu today. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Top of the six, Northwestern leading three to nothing, and the Wildcats will have a new pitcher. Sam Lawrence's afternoon is done. Five innings pitched, two hits, one walk, five strikeouts, no earned runs. Pitching now for Northwestern is number 30, Anthony Alipra. He's a right-handed pitcher from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He's a 6'3", 180-pound sophomore. And he will face Mitch McIntyre here in the top of the sixth. First pitch from Alipra is high for ball one. Well, Shep, we've got to get something going, right? Only a couple of hits right here. We've had chances. We had an inning or two, we had runners in scoring position. But got to really just, this is the top of the order, 2-3-4 coming up. Find a way to get things rolling. 1-0 pitch, way outside for ball two. The biggest thing is just, let's just get on base. Find a way to get on base. I don't care how, get on base and let good things happen. I know it's only 2-0, but I'm taking all the way because so far in two pitches, he's not looked like he was able to control that ball. That pitch is low for ball three. It was at least closer to the plate than the first two pitches yeah, it were. it definitely was. But 3-0, and and Mitch will be taking all the way here. Took that pitch, and it was right down the middle for strike one, 87 mile an hour on that pitch from Alipra. Three and one the count now. The BYU left fielder Mitch McIntyre. Pitch on its way. Called strike two. Yeah, I didn't like that pitch. He called that one, that same pitch ball three. Looked like that was a little low to me. Fans not appreciative of that call either. The count now full. Three two pitch to McIntyre. Ground ball to the second baseman. Gloved by Arrow over to Bourbon. And McIntyre is retired in the top of the sixth. Well, that's the thing that's tough. I mean, it was ball four. Now you have a leadoff hitter on. Instead, you get to 3-2, and he throws that same exact pitch as, that could be ball four, but you're, you're forced to swing at it. Brock Hale will be the next batter that Alipra will face. Hale batting from the right side. First pitch from Alipra called ball one. Hale is struck out and grounded out. 1-0 pitch inside and high for ball two. This was the same script that we had starting out with McIntyre. And the leaper was able to work that count full and then get McIntyre to ground out. The 2-0 pitch to Hale on its way. Foul ball. Out of play off to the right side. You're right. BYU needs to get some base runners and get something going here. String a couple of hits together and see if you can cut into this 3-0 lead. Alipra to Hale. 
That ball, a little bloop shot. It's going to fall right in front of the right fielder, Ben Dickey. And Brock Hale is going to get a base hit, and he's on first base here in the top of the sixth. It's definitely not the hardest ball that Brock Hale's ever hit, but hey, in this game, and for that guy to get a little confidence going, it's nice to see a ball drop down for a single and maybe get things rolling. First baseman Brian Sue, the next batter for the BYU Cougars. It's 3-0 Northwestern. It's been 3-0 since the bottom of the third. Northwestern scoring all three runs in that inning. They've out hit the Cougars 4-3. It was 4-2 before that last hit from Brock Hale. Sue, not swinging, and it's called strike one. BYU basketball trailing 33-24 at LMU. Back here in Mesa, the 0-1 pitch to Sue. Fouled and now behind the count, 1-2. and two. Yeah, pretty good breaking Excuse ball me, right there. Pretty, pretty good breaking ball right there that Sue had to foul off. It's tough when you hadn't seen one yet. New relief pitcher hadn't thrown it to the first two batters and threw a pretty good one right there. Started right at his hip and pretty good break to it. BYU softball gets the win over UTEP, 19-4 the final score. Congratulations to BYU softball. The 0-2 pitch. Looked like Sue was about to swing through that one. Able to hold up. They appeal down to first base umpire, and they say he did not go. It's one and two now to BYU's Brian Sue. Just need to string a few hits together, get things kind of going, get that confidence back. Sue at the plate. Hale at first. Jackson Clough on deck. The pitch to Sue. Line drive bounces right in front of Jack Dunn. Gets past him and rolls into left field. Nice job by Brian Sue to get a single, advancing Brock Hale to second base. Cougars now with something going with one out and two runners on in the top of the sixth. Jackson Clough, left-handed hitter, making his way to the batter's box. Brock Hale at second, Brian Sue at first, and only one out. They're facing the new pitcher, Anthony Alepra, Alepra, excuse me. Sam Lawrence had done a really good job, and they brought in Alepra here in the top of the sixth. His pitch to Clough, taken for strike one. Really good opportunity for BYU to cut into that 3-0 lead here. You don't have to hit a home run. Just get another base hit. Keep the guys moving around the bases. A one pitch. Taken for strike two. You can't tell if that was a slider or a, or a changeup, but uh, really good pitch there. I think the scoreboard is wrong. They've got one ball and one strike. and Should be 0-2, I believe. Now it says 1 and 2. I still think that's wrong. Yeah, it's 0 and 2. The umpire just gave the signal. The 0-2 pitch to Clough. That ball lined right over the head of the second baseman and into center field. Coach Littlewood holding Hale at third. Oh, no. The ball gets past the cutoff man. Hale was on his way, and the play goes over the head 
of the catcher. And Brock Hale diving into home plate head first. He will score BYU's run. Boy, it looked like Brock Hale was going to be out when he kept going on to home plate. But a bad throw went over the head of the catcher, Troutwine. And Hale able to score, and BYU gets on the board. They now, now trail 3-1. to one. Yeah, I mean, line drive, which means Hale had to freeze originally, so coach is holding him. But then when they threw it back in, they threw it wide. Hale didn't realize that the pitcher was backing up right where he's at because if the pitcher was where he should have been, which was behind home plate, that would have been going to the dugout. But the pitcher was actually backing up in between third base and home plate. So when Hale saw the ball going, he thought no one was there. He took off. The pitcher was right there. It went right to him, but he forced it and made a bad throw. And, hey, the aggressive play by Hale, I know Coach Little would look at Brock like, Brock, what are you doing? We don't need that. And then, hey, the bad throw, and now you got a run scored, which, hey, sometimes you got to take a chance, and Brock did, and so far it paid off. And now we have second and third with one out and, and Deming up. A chance to add on to this. Base hit ties this game up. As you mentioned, Austin Deming, the designated hitter in our first game of the doubleheader today. It's now 3-1 Northwestern. BYU now out hitting the Wildcats 5-4. A leaperous pitch to Deming. Fouled back for strike one. Yeah, got a breaking ball there to hit, and he took a healthy hack, but uh, just fouled it straight back. This is where you have, right now it looks like the corners aren't playing all the way in, but corners are playing about even with the bag. Middle infield saying, hey, so what? We'll let you score one run. We still have a lead. It's a great chance to hit as a hitter. Brian Sue at third. Jackson Clough at second. Austin Deming. A little bloop shot. Right into the glove of the shortstop, Jack Dunn. Yeah, and that's just what you can't. You can't have that right there. I mean, it's a fastball up and in for ball. It's going to be a ball. You swing at it. You get jammed. Okay, and pop up to the shortstop, and all you really need is a ground ball to second base, and you score a run or a sack fly to the outfield. But uh, that brings up, we got a pinch hitter. It looks like Jaron Hall is now pinch hitting. Jaron Hall will be pinch hitting for the catcher, Colton Easton. Jaron Hall, obviously on the BYU football team. When spring practice begins for the football Cougars, Jaron will be back with them practicing. Yeah, I like this move by Coach. You know, no scouting report on him whatsoever, and he's the guy who, who, who can hit fastballs and, and a guy that has some pop here and can drive in, drive in some runs. This guy is more than capable of hitting a three-run home run in this spot right now. Yeah. And with his speed, he could be out of infield single as well. So got all the tools to be really good. Big time in the game. Wearing number 43 is Jaron Hall. The 0-1 pitch... Nice job holding up on that swing. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. Jaron, the BYU quarterback. Zach Wilson having surgery. You'd expect Jaron to get quite a few reps for the BYU football team in spring ball. But right now he's at the plate in Arizona. Going to help the baseball team get back on the board. Swing and a foul ball. One ball and two strikes to Jaron Hall. Yeah, way out in front of that fastball right there. It was so out in front, I think he capped that and hit it off the, the end of the bat. Got himself in a, a little one-two count. But uh, Jaron's a good hitter and uh, he's looking to drive the ball right back up the middle right here and tie this game up. 
Alipra ahead in the count. One ball and two strikes to Jaron Hall, the pinch hitter. One-two pitch. Swing and a miss for strike three, and that will retire the Cougars in the top of the six. They do get one run back. They trail heading to the bottom of the six, three to one, to Northwestern on the new skin, BYU Sports. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Bottom of the sixth inning at Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. BYU does get on the board in the top of the sixth. They score a run, but leave two in scoring position in the bottom of the sixth. And the catcher, Michael Troutwine, singles into right field. Lead off the bottom of the sixth with a base hit. Got a new catcher for the Cougars, Abraham Valdez. The 5'11", 185-pound junior, Southwestern College, in town in San Diego. Behind the dish, taking over for Colton Easton. Reed McLaughlin back out on the mound for his second inning of work. Bunt by Ben Dickey goes foul. Casey Jacobson, the third baseman, watches that go out of play. Troutwine will jog back to first base. Yeah, Dickey's just one of those players that he finds any way to just get on base. He saw that uh, Jacobson was playing a little bit back there and was trying to steal a hit there with a drag bunt. I like the way he plays. He runs hard, plays hard. No balls, one strike. To the Wildcat right fielder. Runner on first. Throw over to first. Troutwine. Dives back in head first to first base, back safely. Hits even at five hits apiece, both teams with an error. The biggest stat, though, is three to one, where Northwestern leads BYU. 0-1 pitch. Ball popped up into shallow left field. Mitch McIntyre right underneath it, making the catch, one away. Casey O'Laughlin is the batter for Northwestern. Got to make a quick short inning here by Reed. Got to find a way to get back in the dugout. You know, you're able to add a run. You know, disappointed that you left a couple guys on base, but they're able to add a run and get back in there and, and see if you can tie this thing up. O'Laughlin was walked and flied out in his two previous at-bats. Another throw over to first, and Troutwine able to get back safely. One out in the bottom of the sixth. It's 3-1 Northwestern in game one of today's doubleheader. These two teams will play 30 minutes after the conclusion of this game, and we'll wrap up this three-game series. Off day, obviously, tomorrow with it being Sunday for BYU, and they'll take on Cal on Monday at Tempe Diablo Stadium. McLaughlin's pitch to O'Laughlin. It's fouled over the netting and into the stands behind home plate. We got two kids down there fighting over the baseball. I'm going to assume brother and sister. Yeah, that sounds like a brother sister yeah, fight. Yeah, definitely does. <laughs> Jason Shepard and Tuggett Slade with you. The 0 1 pitch called strike two, and McLaughlin ahead in the count 0 2. Casey O'Laughlin, sophomore. Six feet, 205 pounds. 
Trout wine at first with one out. Reed looks over to first. Make sure Trout wine isn't getting a big lead. Well, Laughlin pops that ball up into left field. McIntyre over once again to make the play, and that's two away in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah. Mitch scared me a little bit there. He, he looked like he had a beat on it, was right underneath it, and then all of a sudden he had to sprint the last five steps to kind of keep it in front of him. I think that wind It looked was, like the wind. The wind, yeah, was pushing it back towards left, uh, left center. Well, and you mentioned this a few innings ago. For a while it was going east to west, yeah. and then there you get these gusts that go from south to the north, yeah. and that can certainly play havoc if you're, a, if you're an outfielder, or any fielder for that matter. Two outs. The batter is Anthony Calarco. Calarco is singled and flied out. They've reached halftime at Gersten Pavilion in Los Angeles. BYU basketball taking on LMU. Lions leading the Cougars 36-30 after 20 minutes. The 1-0 pitch to Calarco outside for ball two. For those of you on Facebook Live or on the radio that thought about DVR in the basketball game, Shep's the guy that always likes to, to blow those waters, <laughs> make it tough for hey, you to, to here, DVR here, that. Here's the deal. I if, got guys on Facebook saying, Shep, stop. I got it on DVR. <laughs> I love it. You know, you can't be it. on social media these days. That's uh, so true. You just can't. I'm sorry. It's the 2-0 pitch. Well, and of Outside course. for ball three. Of course, you can't help yourself. You love to be able to report every sport at BYU because I don't think I've met anyone that knows and is <laughs> intricate about the sport of every sport at BYU than you do. Hey, it's my job to know. Yeah, and before it was your job, it still was your job to know. <laughs> Sound like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the 3-0 pitch taken for strike one. I always had the excuse, honey, i got to watch it for my job. You know, if I were watching a Utah Jazz game or a St. Louis Cardinals game, my wife's like, you don't. Especially now that I'm all BYU, I yeah. don't cover the Jazz anymore. It's like, you don't even cover the Jazz anymore. You can't say it's for work anymore. 3-1 the count. That ball fouled down the left field line and into the seats. Three balls and two strikes to Calarco. Trout wine, still at first base. He'll be taking off on, uh, he'll be taking off on this pitch now. Yep. Two outs, full count. He'll be on the move. If Calarco can get on base, the next batter will be top of the order for Northwestern and Jack Dunn. The 3-2 pitch from McLaughlin. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That'll strand the runner at first. No run scored in the bottom of the sixth. We head to the top of the seventh. BYU trailing Northwestern 3-1 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.